It is not a lovely day. Oh, it's good. It's just too early to be finding stuff that I had no idea where they were. Oh. All right. And if my phone dies, I didn't charge my phone last night either. Apparently, I'm a hot mess today. Wow. I don't know how long we'll be able to how, how long we'll be able to last. But here we are. It's, <laughs> it's not a lovely day. Good morning. Uh, the podcast edition of the show. It's Eric and Floyd, and uh, today's stuff is is really going to need your expertise. I'm at 18%. Let's do it. <laughs> um, the theme of the show today is being is being naked. Which, uh-oh, that's me smacking my butt. Um, so first things first, maybe we'll, we'll do a Zoom version of the show. We'll go real fast today. Um, oh, you're good. Hashtag benefits to sleeping naked. Oh, uh, you're asking me? I just... I figured you probably have some in the Rolodex you can tap right into. Um, yeah, you can just roll out the bed and go pee when you have to go. Okay. Um, you don't have to rustle with clothes on while you're laying in bed if you're a tosser and turner. Okay. Um, you're free to just sprawl out because yeah, there's but, nothing constricting you. Yeah, like one of the one of the pictures. Flop yourself. <laughs> one of the pictures was exactly that. Uh, it was with a fan blowing like a a character of a naked person and it was showing like where the fan could blow like it gets into everything I feel personally attacked by this illustration I've not seen it yet but yes I'll, I'll dig absolutely it up. how many how many nights out of the week do you sleep naked oh like 80 but sometimes I sleep with like a t-shirt on but like I start with clothes that's a lie. But when I do start, like, I have a t-shirt and underwear on. Sorry for this visual, people, but good morning or afternoon whenever you're listening. Um, I'll say, like, 97% of the time. Okay. Even in the in the dead of winter, do you sleep with clothing on? Yeah, I'm a polar bear. Like, I prefer code. Code does not bother me. I think... I sleep with the fan on in the winter. I know that's probably weird to some people, but I love it. Like, when people are like, your pipes will freeze. I'm like, let them freaking freeze. I don't care. I love cold. I only really like sleeping naked when someone is there with me. Other than that, it feels awkward with the dogs all up on me. Whatever. <laughs> like, no, it's not that awkward. It's, especially if you're in your house in your natural habitat. Uh-uh. Who am I trying to impress? I know what my body looks like. It's oddly shaped. We good. It's just a, it's just a comfort thing. I, I like like it on me. Um, and it, and it is, it's still easy to go to the bathroom if I wake up in the middle of the night. There's not that much to manage to not pee all over things. So You know what's better? What's that? Having... Yeah. Not much at all to worry about. <laughs> so, hashtag uh, benefits to sleeping naked is what I woke up to on Twitter <clears throat> Twitter this morning. <clears throat> and to continue with the naked theme of the show, um, there was a gentleman, not at any of our Taco Bells, but it looks like it was in Oklahoma. Now, I want you to, to think about, I know you're not a Taco Bell person, and the first thing I thought of when I came across the story was, 
is this where we've gone to to protest Taco Bell taking things off the menu? Is Oklahoma considered the South? No, it's the Plains. Not the South, no. Mentally try to prepare myself but not be shocked. Okay. Oh. uh, (laughs) Like, oh, there we go. (laughs) uh, Think about where this story would take place here at which Taco Bell location. Okay. Um, A man in Oklahoma drove through Taco Bell naked. Eastside. Sorry, Eastside. He was asking for extra sauce and an extra taco, and he was not wearing any clothes. It was on. It was nine o'clock on a Saturday night, according to police. The 61-year-old Christopher Sale, not the Boston Red Sox pitcher, was naked in his vehicle when he ordered food and paid for it. After paying, however, he reportedly requested an extra taco. He stayed in the drive-through asking for additional items like sauce packets and napkins. All, all completely normal behavior. And then when asked. Why he didn't have any clothes on, he said his clothes were in the washer. They hadn't finished the laundry cycle yet. You know what? That's my type of person. If they... Nothing's going to come between me and my food. Right. Not even the law. We got... <laughs> Go! I need to meet him. I hope he has all his teeth. I didn't read whether he was high or drunk or anything like that, but I think we've, we've, all, we've all had a time where... We've been craving food. Like, we are super hangry. Like, snap half the universe away hangry. And maybe sometimes you just forget to put clothes on thinking, you know what, I'm not getting out of my car anyway, and I'm used to being naked, so I'll just uh, I'll, I'll get an extra packet and a napkin and cover that up while I wait for my extra taco. Exactly. And also, most of us are notorious for, like, when we want something, we're just throwing dirty clothes. Right. He is ahead of the game. Yep. He's just like, I don't need clothes. I'm naked. You know what? I'm not going to dog him. I'm here for it. Like, he he could have replied, and maybe he did. Maybe Mr. Sale replied, well, I didn't have any clean clothes, and I didn't want to do you dirty by wearing smelly, <laughs> dirty clothes in your drive through No, see, I would have been like, mind your damn business and give my taco. Thank you. All right. To uh, to wrap up with the naked theme of the show, and uh, and Philip, I think Philip watched this last night. Um, I don't know if Danny watched it with him. So we've talked about before how there are uh, there's more nudity and and uh, more open vocabulary in, in in European TV shows. Yes. Oh, excuse me. And commercials and all that stuff. So the headline is catchy here. It says. Erection Night. Uh, There was a Channel 4 documentary called Me and My Penis. And breaking uh, a stigma and a taboo for the first time ever, an erect penis was on TV over in the UK. Okay. Edgy Channel 4 documentary. (laughs) So edgy. Edgy document. Edgy Channel 4 documentary, Me and My Penis, contains photos and footage of eight stiffies. Uh, Fellows are seen posing for naked portraits as they discuss a series of male issues. And in one scene, a well-endowed subject stands to attention in in explicit close-up shots. They must have nothing else better to do. I'm like... I'm just a Pornhub search away if I want to see a stiffy. Also, it's too early to say the word stiffy. Stiffy. Erection. <laughs> Erection night. Um, I, 
I don't even know if I want to watch that. That does not sound appealing. And trust me, I could be a hornball. I blame the retrograde. But no. No, I don't want to sit there and listen to men complain about their hard ones or maybe not complain. Glorify them. I don't know. These are just natural issues that happen <coughs> that happen to anyone. Don't nobody care. Somebody. If it gets up and stands in attention, that means it works. If it throws up at the end, it works. Ugh. I, just, I don't know. I, it's just watch me go to YouTube later and figure out what the, they talked about, and I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, I get it. I just like that things are a lot more liberal and open-minded over there when it comes to uh, words like dirty isn't words it, and, 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 and human sexuality. Isn't it crazy how like open, like how sexually open they are? Like not even just like banging out sex. Like they're just sexual identity, like fluid and open over there. And we think we are here, but you got people getting caught up in stuff. Like when someone like is sexually open here, like. It's like a controversy or like, um, what's the word? A scandal. I'm like, girl, leave that reverend and his wife in the pool boy alone. Like, there's, there's stuff going on everywhere. It's just so crazy how, like, we like to think we're so forward and ahead of stuff here. Then all of a sudden stuff is exposed and they're like, oh my God, how could they do that? I'm like, just because you guys are living under rocks. A couple of examples to that point. Um, and there's a lot of people here, and I'm sure there are a lot of different-minded people here as we as we find out more and more each day. I, I'm guessing over there, some people might have been offended by this. Uh, in, in the same, and then you can say to those people, well, you didn't have to watch it. No one was telling you to have, to have you watch it with your kids. And I'm sure it wasn't on like a, a kid's network programming time slot. I equate, uh, equate it back to the Super Bowl. Remember when so many people lost their minds over Shakira and J-Lo? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, there's too much gyrating and hip shaking. That's the culture. Like, it's, it's, it's so crazy to me because, like, people are just, I don't know, maybe because we're the same age, maybe we're just desensitized to some stuff because I remember being 10, 11, 12, watching MTV Spring Break. And I'm just like, those people have no clothes on. But I was just like, eh, whatever. I want to go to spring break one time. And it was nothing sexual. It was just like, oh, they look like they're having fun. But like now it's like these old fogies are just like, oh, you must, you keep a blanket on your head at all times. I'm just like, oh, shut up. I'd like to watch this show uh, just to see what it's all about. Like, uh, I'm sure America will make a... PG-13 version of it soon on Netflix. I promise. We like to steal other people's stuff and make it ten times worse than, like, G-rated. This shatters one of the final no-go areas on terrestrial TV because regulations for forbid an erect penis being shown in a sexual context. But if it's, like, a medical... Well, well hold on a second. I So, in what context is an erection not sexual? Is there any... And here's the other... No! Because <laughs> it's aroused! But, like, here's the other thing. Like, but we can see boobs and the JJs all over the TV and the internet. But, like, when it comes to a penis, we have to cover it up. Like, I'm like, free, free the cock. I said it. So, yeah. You don't want to see it? Look away. That's what... That's why we have eyelids. Not a... Yeah. Close them. Uh, not much 
controversy there, but I, I did find it interesting that, uh, you know, more boundaries broken on on the very progressive liberal, uh, on the very progressive uh, UK TV. Um, breaking boundaries in 2020. Imagine that. So you might see some places downtown tonight. There's like a, a, a lighting up of, of red at concert venues and places with events downtown. Um and it goes back to another thing from the UK. Remember they, well, maybe you remember. Uh, I think Philip might have mentioned this on August 11th of last month. Like all of the UK was lit up red to um, to shine a light, I guess a red light in this case, on the people who work in a lot of nightlife and concert and event industry who have been affected by the pandemic. So the Seagate, Fleetwoods, the Valentine, the Huntington Center and other places downtown and other places will be lit up with red to, uh, today. And I guess, I think all over the country, as well. See, I told you, America's still in shit. Oh, well, yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> See, prove my point in like five seconds. Okay, that's cool. I never, I didn't know that, but that would make sense, like, if I do stumble. I'm like, why the hell is everything red? But yeah, okay. I, I never knew that, but all right. Yeah, and not to, to belittle these people, because some of these people haven't done anything in, in months. I have a friend whose daughter, um, is kind of like a roadie, like, She's on the road and she helps produce concerts and whatnot. And she hasn't done a thing since the outset of all this. It's crazy. Um, and the, honestly, you think it's crazy. It's affected so many people. Like we think of like in our bubble, like retail workers, um, people dying, <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. People dying, but like it's, it's affected more people than you would ever know who aren't even in hospitals. Like there's people scrambling for change to just feed their damn families like oh and i need this thing to go away to, to that point <laughs> uh, I, we're doing like a real hyper version of the a warp speed version of the show today i had heard some advertisements for it on sunday and i think it had i was trying to figure out the acronym but it, I, I think yesterday was uh national overdose awareness day and there was a chalk the sidewalk at a place over in East Toledo. And let let we uh, let us not forget that there are dueling epidemics with uh, the COVID stuff, but obviously the opioid epidemic that we've been talking about now for for years and years. And who knows how the one pandemic will affect the ongoing epidemic, which is also tied to the mental health crisis that you know we have on different levels as well. So as with many things, it's all tied together. But yesterday was National Overdose Awareness Day. I need this meteor to hit Earth. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> That's just how I feel. I'm like, we all had a good run, you guys. We had a great run. It's just, I can't, I can't imagine. Like all jokes aside, I can't imagine having an addiction, and then this pandemic happened, and then you have to be secluded in your house and just be in your thoughts. Like I can't imagine ha being someone suffering with this that disease. It's and to be a family member of someone who, you know what I mean, like, to be a part of it, like, whew, have mercy, can 2020, uh, and here's the thing, we're all like, can 2021 get here, look at years past, the years have bled into each other, there's no guarantee that 2021 is going to be even better, I mean, we went this far in 2020, I don't think December, is it 30th or 31st, whatever, on New Year's Eve, at midnight, I don't think COVID is just going to be like, ah, we did a good year damage. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, can we, can it just go away now? I, 
I'm usually the pessimist, but you're not wrong. Next year, <laughs> right. next year could be worse. And like I texted you yesterday from the gym. So, uh, so obviously Chadwick Boseman died. Um, uh, one NCAA basketball coach, pretty popular one, successful one died. Uh, uh, a decently popular NBA player died. I get to the gym, I see a legendary other college basketball coach died. Like, it's it's death and devastation all yeah. around us. And I knew that when I was very proud of myself when you sent that to me. Well, did I, was you, like, I just go, the basketball man? And you were like, yeah, because I remember my dad used to watch college you, football you growing like up. Yeah, so like, I don't know much about them, but I just know that that was his team. And, like, with any child, I was like, I like them, too. But, you know what I mean? Because I remember the bulldog, and I had, like, the hoodie. Yep. And I had, like, that's the only reason why I knew when you sent that name, I go, the basketball man? And you were like, yup. And I was like, I'm happy I knew that reference without Googling. <laughs> yeah, that's why <laughs> I, like, I texted hey. you. Because when I, when I saw it, I was like, oh. I was like, Floyd's going to know who that is. And I'm like, I oh. did. I'm like, Floyd and I can have a sports talk. And, <laughs> uh, but for a bad reason. But, yeah, he was the, uh, the super tall Super tall uh, black guy who wore glasses and always wore the towel over his shoulder. He was a great yes. basketball coach for the uh, for, for Georgetown. And, and do you remember the players that your dad liked when? when uh-uh. you, I just knew it was always on every. Well, as I got older, assuming it was March because it was always on TV for like every day for like two weeks. I'm just like, well, I guess I'll sit here and play with my Thundercats and watch this man yell and cuss at the TV. Uh, maybe a nice segue into getting uh, with Jeff. So, I guess I used to have a reputation of, of spoiling things, and we've had some, we've had some spoiler. <laughs> you said you used to have a reputation. I am. I am it's still it's not a reputation if you still do it. All right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not I'm not spoiling anything here, but I've I've tried to be more aware of it. But like I tell people, if there's something out there that you don't want spoiled. You need to do your best to stay away from places that will spoil it, like Facebook, like well, other parts of the internet. If well, not- like I tell you, I give everyone like, oh, unless it's a TV show, I'll give you like three days. But if it's a movie, I'll give you a week, and then we're going to talk about it because you have ample enough time to see it if you wanted to. And if it's that important to you, I realize that everyone has a busy life, but if it's that important to you, you might have or, or should have found a way to get to it so that things aren't spoiled. Like, we all can't sit and wait for you. Yes. With that said, <laughs> No, I agree. I agree. I absolutely agree. With that said, I was listening to a radio show yesterday, and they were going down uh, movies with that didn't have happy endings. And I've never seen this movie, this Clint Eastwood movie, I know it's revered and beloved and won all kinds of awards back in the mid-2000s. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I am, so here, here we go. I've already dropped those, those hints for you. If you would have asked me what Million Dollar Baby is about, I would have said some kind of boxing thing. I never would have suspected that it's about suicide or yeah. it ends that way. See, I'm not a Clint Eastwood fan for obvious reasons. You guys know why. But um, that movie's pretty good. I've only seen it once. But I remember, like, not hating it. Especially because I like Hillary Swank. I think that's Hillary Swank. Yeah, so, so what happens? She she gets hurt, and then at the end of the movie, she kills herself because she can't get uh, back in the ring? I'll just say maybe, because it's been so long. The, the only Hillary Swank movie... No, that's... Never mind. I'm, I'm throwing those two together. It is Hillary you know Swank. What it, 
It is, but I'm like I'm I'm cross I'm cross stitching her movies. <laughs> so like yeah, don't ask me because I I when I I have to do what you do. I have to visualize her and the name as well because I compare her to Jennifer Garner. I always okay, okay, okay. See, I do the same thing because, but with Hillary Swank, I do it with um. Oh, what's her name? She was the queen in um the Star Wars movies. I always compare the Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. I always comp- mix those two up, and that's why when you said Hillary Swank, well, when I said Hillary Swank, I said, oh yeah, I love Black Swan. I go. Like wrong actress, so yeah, that's another movie that doesn't have a happy ending. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. When the host was talking about, um, like Million Dollar Baby, I was kind of processing in my head, like seeing the the actors and the actresses and blah blah blah. You know, whatever mid two thousands it was when it came out, and then when he said that she kills herself, like I was all discombobulated. I never would. Now, granted, I didn't know the plot of the movie. But I, mm-hmm. I never would have guessed I would have heard Suicide and Million Dollar Baby. But here we are. Has there ever been a movie like that for you? Or maybe you didn't see it, but you knew about it. And then you hear about the end and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah there's been many movies. I can't think of one, but like, I know there's some movies growing up that I watched. And I go, the hell? Like, you're like, I spit... Another Hillary Swank movie that's kind of like that to me is Boys Don't Cry. Um, she's in the, um, her, Angelina Jolie, Whoopi Goldberg, I don't want to say it, maybe it's, they're in the, um, mental health ward or f- facility, they're in a facility for the girls. Asylum? No, not, the, not necessarily the asylum, there's like a little bit more freedom, but like, yeah, the end of that movie, like, I remember like, what, it's a really good movie, it's probably up there with one of my favorite serious movies. But, um, yeah, it's like I spent two hours in this movie waiting for, like, a happy ending. I don't know what I was expecting with the three girls. But, like, yeah, let's just say Angelina Jolie's character, she's not the last few scenes. But you're just like, holy crap, I just spent two hours being depressed. and But that's life, though, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I definitely have had moments like that where I'm just like, Okay, like you just think deeply within yourself, like, wow, someone actually does go through that crap. So, something not necessarily crap, but like that stuff. Another show like that 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 I I didn't know about. I didn't know what happened, but I started watching Game of Thrones. I was three or four years later than everybody else, and uh, when the the patriarchal character, like the center of the series gets beheaded in like the eighth episode two before the the season finale i'm like shit where do they go from here i've never seen game of thrones but i've seen the one that everyone does talk about i'm assuming i don't know anything about ned stark winter is coming yeah and the shame lady but like um the little pale white boy he's choking on something uh yeah yeah, i just posted a meme for that <laughs> like everyone was so mad that they killed him off. I go, I don't know who that is, but I, I'm assuming he's a big role in the movie. I mean, the TV show. And they're like, I did not see that coming. And I was like, oh, okay. Again, more discombobulation on my part. Like, I'm like, how did they kill the guy who had all these memes? Like, <laughs> how do they know that winter is coming every year if his head is laying in a basket? Yeah. So I'm just like, all right. 
I'm so late. I've never seen that show. I've only seen the the series finale. Because I was with um, Sam at the time, and like he was a Game of Thrones person. And I was like, I want to watch it. He's like, you've not seen it? I was like, it's a series finale. You can't spoil anything. It's ending. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm like, and I was like, oh, well, this is boring. Uh, it was very, it was very dramatic as opposed to, I mean, I, I, I think I mentioned, cause when you, we talked about this in May of last year, I said, I watched the season finale of Lost and I only had like a general idea of what was going on, but I, I appreciated it because I know how much people loved that show. Yeah. I just kept, I don't even remember the dragon's name. I think I just kept calling him Dragarian. Drogon. Whatever, Elf was close, but I was like, Dragarian, grant me my dragon! And he's like, that's not how you summon a dragon. I go, well, I'm pretty sure it's close enough. And if I had one, it would be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it'll be on its way. Um, if only uh, maybe you guys are still together, or maybe the next person you date can be a Game of Thrones fan. And in, instead of a erection, you can say, the dragon has risen and is ready to breathe fire. No. First, first no. off, no, no, that's not it. No. Unleash. I, I, I'm too old for like sexy cliches. I'm like 37. I'll flop over and be like, "Yeah, nope, okay, back to sleep we go." I'm at the point where I'm like, naps outweigh anything else in the world. Uh, I'm old. Like I'm like so old. Like I'm, I'm, what? I'm like a step away from learning how to crochet. A blanket and just giving it to everyone for Christmas. You're about That's to how old I am. You're about to pass. <laughs> you're about to pass your mom's age, right? Absolutely. She's she is like six. Oh, I'm a mess of her age. Like she's like sixty four, going on like twenty one. I'm thirty seven, going on retirement. Like I'm just like another day. Ugh. One last thing before we get Jeff. Uh, did you watch a couple of years ago the house, uh, the haunting of Hill House? Baby, I do like haunted house movies, so yeah. Uh, it was really good. I think it was based on a book, and then people were wondering if there would be another one because it was so well liked. And it was literally it was about two years ago, uh, 2018, September, October. Um, and there's one part in the series that got me to jump. Everything else I was kind of ready for, but it was a great series, and it's coming back, but... The Hill House can't be haunted anymore because that's over. So it's an anthology like American Horror Stories. Now it's the Haunting of Bly Manor, and it comes out. I saw people sharing that. Yeah, it comes out October 9th, and I'll just tell people to count the ghosts. Okay, and I saw you also share the stand <gasps> teaser trailer with Whoopi. I'm excited. She looks good. I'm excited. I I love Whoopi Goldberg. So anything she's in, I'm there for it. Like I don't care. Like, Eddie, back in the day, was, like, one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid when she was the the NBA coach. She coached the Knicks, I think. Yeah. So, um, I don't know much about the stand, but I knew it was popular when I was younger, so I couldn't appreciate it. But I know everyone, like, set aside their whole week to watch it. Yeah, I was, like, 12 or 13, and it was a miniseries, like, Sunday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being one of the first shows where I guess I was old enough or allowed um, my parents let me stay up or they didn't know, but I wanted to stay up to watch the whole thing because it was so gripping. It was very much, it was it was serialized like so much is today where you can't wait for next week's episode. That was okay. this. Like I couldn't wait for the following night's episode. And then I remember that people said, oh, it's a book. 
I'm like, well, let's see. This is like 10 plus hours of TV. That's one long ass book. No, thank it's you. It's a thick book. Yeah. And I, so, so I have a question. You have CBS Access, or would you kind of have you? Yeah, well, you have it when you want your for your shows. Um, since it's going to be on streaming, is it censored or like could it can it go there like a movie at a thing or is it still like a TV network type of streaming? So that's because like his stuff is dark. So like, are they going to sugarcoat it to make it like network TV friendly? But since it's on a streaming service. Do they get away with more stuff? Um, there's some. There was some cursing. I don't know if there were any f bombs or. Okay. Whoa, 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 yeah, I think there was a couple of f bombs in the Picard show, um, but I, I, I don't. I didn't even know that it was going to be on CBS All Access. Is, is it only streaming, or will it be? At, will well, be when you, well, when you posted it at the end, it says coming to the CBS Access because I thought it was going to be like. Like a Netflix type thing, but like I think it is CBS Access, or maybe it's a it was a CBS Access commercial that came on after it. But I'm pretty sure I saw the CBS symbol in the corner. I'll I, go back and look at it. I'm I not would, sure. I wouldn't be surprised if what they did is they do one network premiere on Sunday night, and then then they get you to go watch the rest on CBS All Access. Okay. But it was interesting the first time hearing. Um, I think the the admiral in one of the Picard episodes tells him to get the fuck out of here. And I was like, it wasn't that it happened in a Star Trek show. It was, you don't say that to Jean-Luc Picard. The fuck you don't. <laughs> That's how I for, oh, I've watched the Graham Norton show. I know we're derailed, but like, um, Ian, Sir Ian McKellen was on the Graham Norton show and he had said the F word. And I like, and that was like the first instinct as like an adult. I go, oh, regal British people cuss. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like, what? Like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, my God, the Queen of England has probably cussed out her children. They can't cuss. They're fancy. But, yeah, this, you probably had the same thing with that man cussed. I was like, you can't cuss it, Patrick Stewart. How dare you? Yeah, both the actor and the character. <laughs> you can't do that to either. Uh, right. Good morning, Mr. Jeffy McGee. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, gentlemen. How are things going in your necks of the woods? We're breathing. Uh, yeah, I need a I need a little more volume from you, Jeff, because Floyd is in his uh, his apartment jacuzzi, so there's a lot of background noise on his. Wait, head. am I? Mu- I can turn it off. What did you tell me? Oh, Not yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my Beyonce fan. It's hot in my apartment. I can turn it off. Is that better? Oh, Even though we're like better. forty, we're forty five minutes in. Yeah, Why'd you yeah. say hi, something? Hi, hi Jeff. <laughs> it's okay. Hi. How are you guys doing this morning? After good, and how and how was the jacuzzi? By the way, holy crap! I didn't realize that you were in a position to have a jacuzzi ready available Listen, in your apartment at this point. It was <laughs> heavenly. Is she about to come back on in five minutes? But it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been an interesting uh, few weeks in in terms of everything, and I think I can uh, reveal this now after, after everything that's been going on, my apologies for, uh, trying to be on the down low about it. But, uh, now that the changeover has happened, um, I'm going to go ahead and announce that, uh, as of right now, I am now the assignment editor at the Toledo city paper. Um, congrats. It's, it was a, uh, it, uh, my, my, uh, editor, longtime editor has taken a new job and she's, uh, leaving the city and, uh, she recommended me to take her position and I'm, 
utterly terrified for the most part, but uh, <laughs> but I've been uh, trying to transition and learn. Which that's why uh, over the last couple weeks I've been you know, not been able to give you a lot of in in depth. Uh, news about what's been going on with the movie theater because i haven't been going back to work at the movie theater yet so uh so but uh, we're gonna but uh, right now it's just a lot a lot of uh getting used to a new normal is the best way i could describe it so awesome um so i can't ask my question but i'll ask it anyway and, and maybe you've you've heard from from friends or whatever i was surprised that uh the box office was as little as it was this weekend and uh, I guess that would mean that if we can use here as an example, I would guess our theaters were, sorry for the bad use of word here, or the bad phrase, but I guess our theaters were kind of dead? Well, not dead so much. I just don't think people are used to the idea of going back into the movie theaters yet. I think that ultimately, you know, especially with all the restrictions that are going on right now, that it is a time where people are really, really uncertain about anything related to going into public, especially going into a, into public for you know extended periods of time in a confined space with strangers really relatively close to them. Um, it really depends upon, you know, it really depends upon, and I think the movie is going to be a big deal, but also I think it depends upon whether or not people are ready for that kind of experience at this point. And uh, I think a lot of the movie studios have conditioned them to be ready for the idea that they're that the movies they're going to be wanting to see are going to be available you know, in other ways at this point. Hence, you know, I mean, anybody who wanted to see Bill and Ted face the music could just go ahead and wait and buy it on, at home anyway. I mean, I mean, you know, the only you know, tenant, the only one really that you know was focused on a theater release, and even that, I don't think you know the general media is really pushing the idea of a theater release being a big deal right now just because everything was so focused at home for the last few months. We're I'm the media. I've been pushing this stuff. <laughs> We're going to wait and see. We're going to wait and see what happens my, in the next few months. My friends actually saw what, saw Bill and Ted and they said it was hilarious. Oh, I, oh I've heard I've heard excellent things about the, they said about the They love the movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, was it something that you necessarily had to go to a movie theater to see? Yeah, yeah, I mean, until right. we get the next big tentpole movie that you know, requires people to be interested in, see, in seeing in a theater, yeah, I mean that it feels like an unnecessary risk. And so I think I, I, I mean there are a lot of people that are fans of the movie theater experience, myself included, and even I wouldn't have rushed out to see anything this weekend. So we're gonna we're gonna have to see how it progresses in the next few months. I almost went Sunday, but then I read very mediocre things about New Mutants because I like going to the movies and I, and I knew that I would be almost all alone even on the weekend but if I can I'm going to try to get to Tenet this weekend alright well we're going to have to see how this goes because I mean Tenet's going to be a big test in terms of like for a lot of people whether or not they're willing to you know, to head out for that kind of thing so uh, and speaking of Tenet uh, we're going to be using that as our springboard this week because this is Eric's this is Eric's idea and I am looking forward to seeing how you guys uh, peruse the idea of famous children who are you know, children of famous actors who are also actors themselves because of course we have the Denzel Washington connection to be looking into here this week through Tenant and uh, we're going to be uh, looking at other famous actors who are who have famous uh, parents themselves so I think Floyd you know in the grand scheme of things you know this is 
you know, not necessarily biased toward you is the best way I could put it. So that ultimately, <laughs> maybe, maybe we have a good chance for Eric to stake his claim this week. Although, Jeff, yeah, he's, he's we've won done, a few times the last few weeks. We've done this for years now, and more often than, than not, I influence... Uh, or we put our heads together, and I do have some clout on what it comes to for the theme of the week, and that has no bearing on whether or not I, I'm successful no, or not. No, I, no I, I'm well aware of that. You know, and in the grand scheme of things, I'm looking at it from the perspective of I'm trying to add some drama. But I'm guessing that it's not going to have any help, but we're going to see here. All right, so uh, starting off, let's do number one, please. I shall bestow a gift. Floyd! That's Floyd! Go ahead, Floyd. That's Maleficent. That is Maleficent, indeed. Oh, well love that movie. Right, right out of the gate. And uh, that would, of course, be Angelina Jolie as Maleficent, who is the daughter of John Voight. And I could have gone for the movie, one of the movie, at least one of the movies that they did together. Do you remember that uh, John Voight played uh, Laura yes. Croft's dad in Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider. Back when, yep. So, but uh, very good, Floyd. Floyd won. Eric, nothing. All right. Number two on the list, please. I'm Larry Daly. I've got a job interview with Cecil Fredericks. Let me point you in the right direction. I know the voice. This is me. the kid who wants to be the new night guard. He looks Eric. like a weirdy. Go ahead, Eric. Oh, duh. Uh, night at the Museum, Ben Stiller. That is Night at the Museum, and indeed, that is Ben Stiller, who is the son of a pair of comedians, Jerry Stiller, of course, who recently passed away, and Ann Mira. So, you know, he was he was very much in the family vein uh, by going into the comedy business. Very well done, Eric. All right, so Eric won, Floyd won. Let's go to number three on the list, please. Nothing will stand in our way. I got it, Eric, 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 Eric. Right, Eric. Uh, Rise of Skywalker? It's Star Wars. Oh, that's, what you call its voice. Okay, I couldn't figure yeah, it out. <laughs> who, who am I referring to in this case, do you think? In the movie? Oh, yeah. oh that's of course in the movie. Does Is it? it Carrie Fisher's daughter's in it. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just, Billy Lord. No, I'm just talking about Carrie Fisher in general. Oh, yeah, Debbie Reynolds. She, she, yeah, she was the daughter of Debbie Reynolds and of Eddie Fisher, a famous singer. So, yeah, so she had a lot of pedigree going in before she ever, before she ever even you know became a star through Star Wars. She was already a the part of a famous family and so forth. So, Floyd, I, I would have gone with Billy Lord too. Yep, yeah, a very a very good choice, but yeah, but uh, I was just looking at at Carrie Fisher as a you know, in general. <sighs> I got so, distracted because Adam Driver's voice gets me going, and it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> even even heavily distorted, Adam. I don't even care. He's so fine. Okay. He he is my Hollywood man. All right. <laughs> Every time I hear the Kylo Ren mask voice, I think of someone trying to fill a prescription for a depression medication. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Because he's. I don't know if, like, emo Kylo Ren Floyd was a thing on Twitter four or five years ago, and it was amazingly hysterical. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so Eric, two now. Can I point out that Eric has a lead? And Floyd won as we go to number four. I know, right? Harry Doyle here welcoming all of you to another season of Indians Baseball. Eric. Floyd! <gasps> Major Not Eric Fire. That is Major League. Damn it. I love that in movie. This, and in this case, I am pointing out Charlie Sheen, uh, who is obviously the son of Martin Sheen, along with Emilio Estevez. Emilio! So, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I did not throw an Emilio Estevez movie in here just in order to, to throw things off even more. But uh, but uh, obviously Charlie Sheen and uh, you know, Martin had had their, uh, very very wildly differing careers in their Hollywood career. But right, uh, but, you know, obviously Charlie, you know, wildly successful until his own enchant for self destruction ended up catching up with him for a while there. So, but wild uh, thing, you make my butt stink. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Eric leading with three he is on the cusp here and uh, we're gonna go for number five on the list please pick a character and you're that person in the game bethany you went floyd Floyd. that was floyd that's jumanji that is jumanji welcome to the jungle in this case because there aren't that many i could i I could you know sites that i figured you guys would know i am reaching all the way to the end of the movie and pointing out colin hanks who uh played the grown-up alex and uh, he was obviously the son of Tom Hanks. Now, I could have also pointed out Orange County. Does anybody remember Orange County from 2000 yes. before that? So, and yeah, also- and Tom Hanks did not age. I mean, not, Colin Hanks did not age well, well by the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, a lot of us don't have the chance to age well. Let's be, let's be real here. So, all right. So, Floyd now crawling his way back at two. <laughs> we, go, <laughs> we go to number six on the list, please. Go ahead. Ask him, what's your name in Chinese? Dude, I'm from Detroit. I just want to go home. This is... Floyd! 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 That's Karate Kid! That is Karate Kid, the the mysteriously named Karate Kid, considering they're in China and being taught Kung Fu, but apparently <laughs> the, the need to connect to a previous franchise is more important than accuracy and title. So, so that is indeed Karate Kid starring... Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith, the son of Will Smith. Yes, indeed. I just want to go home! <laughs> all I remember from that movie. And I'm glad I... And I'm sure you're glad I went for Karate Kid instead of After Earth. Uh, but I <laughs> Eric, are you still there? You got quiet. I, I'm... I'm you're, you've caught... Well, Jeff, we're 3-3 three, three now? Yeah, we are 3-3 now. All right, here we go. I'm ready. Last one. Tell me when to pull the trigger. Go ahead. He's lost. He's alone. And he's three million light years from home. Only in theaters. I'm keeping him. Steven Floyd! Floyd! That's E.T. E.T. And I know who exactly is in that movie that you're talking about. Who am I talking about? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, when she first ca- went on the pop culture landscape as the cute little kid from E.T. And she has carved out a remarkable career path for herself in the years after that. But she is part of the Barrymore acting dynasty, son of John Barrymore, one of the most famous actors of his time, and ended up becoming one of the most famous actors of her time. So there we go. So, but That's Floyd, the movie? Oh, I know. That movie got me in trouble as a kid. Because <laughs> I used it? to call my, I used to call my sister a penis wrinkle, and it's oh, like in the, in the first scene she goes, "You penis wrinkle," and I'm like, "My sister's a penis wrinkle." And my sister, my mom was like, "What did you say?" I'm like, "The movie said it." Yes. Oh, but Eric, I won. <laughs> yeah, that was a comeback for the ages. Down three one, took it in the in the final moments. Very well done. Well done. <sighs> Apologies, Eric, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to put that on the, on the Hall of Fame plaque. It's fine. So. It's fine, <laughs> Jeff. We don't have much time to go through streaming stuff, so give me what you got. 
I got some uh, new stuff because it's a new month, so we're going to go through on Netflix. Back to the Futures 1 through 3 are all available on Netflix now, so you can check those out. Uh, the original Barber Shop from, I think, what was it, 2004? I think, you know, from way back when, with, uh, which was one of the big ones that establishing Ice Cube as a comic uh, big star in Hollywood. And also uh, Magic Mike is on Netflix as we speak. So if you're interested in uh, getting back to the days of Channing Tatum grinding on screen, there you go. So also on Amazon, uh, one, uh, speaking of Spielberg, Close Encounters of the Third Kind is available on Amazon right now, which is a great old school alien I was going to say Alien Invasion, but not really Alien Invasion. It's an alien visiting movie. Um, the original Sex and the City movie and its sequel are on Amazon if you want to check either of those out. And, and uh, also, um, I know that there uh, has Pride in the Driving already happened, Floyd? That, that's happened no, before? that's September, the weekend of the 10th, 11th, and 12th. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, 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 the. Uh, one of the movies that is going to be featured there, The Birdcage, just got added to Amazon as well. So if you wanted to scoop that, the other one's Love Simon, if memory serves, right? Because I, I mm -hmm. wrote up a story about it. So, so I was really, I'm really, I'm, I'm really hoping we can uh, spotlight that a little bit more because it's a, because it's a really cool event that they're having. Yeah. Um, also on Hulu, Fifty First Date. Speaking of D Drew Barrymore, uh, the uh, Adam Sandler comedy, which was kind of, I believe that was the first time that she and Sand no, I'm wrong. I was going to say the first time she and Sandler shared a bill, but the wedding singer was before that, so ne so never mind. So, and also remember this one from 1993, Demolition Man. Has Great movie. Really Shut a, a up. A tremendously yes. fun sci-fi flick. It was actually one of, the, I mean, she she obviously had roles before that, but it was one of the first times that Sandra Bullock got a big-name role in a major Hollywood movie. Uh, and then the year after that, she would co-star in Speed and was completely off to the races at that point. Je but, Jeff, uh, her, her lack of use of contractions was very alluring to me. <laughs> <laughs> so did you find Data really alluring in, uh, in Star if, Trek? Then? If I were, if I... What? Well, had I not been only attracted to females, possibly. Okay. But when she, when she would not use contractions and then say his full name, John Spartan, it was it, yeah. just, it tickled me when I was a teenager. Well, speaking of robots, I would also like to point out the original Terminator is on Hulu as well. If you want to go back to the start of that franchise, although you know, as much as I enjoy the original Terminator, I will still be one of those that say that T2 was better than the original one. But that's me. Um, and speaking of sequels, if you're if you're on Disney Plus this week, you can check out the the thrilling sequel. Pardon me, the thrilling sequels to both of the Mighty Ducks saga, D two and D three are both available now on Disney Plus. D three is the best when they go to the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, the Wolverine. I'm not talking X Men Origins Wolverine. I'm not talking Logan. I'm talking the one that came in the middle. It's the good. Wolverine. I like it. Yeah. It's been added to Disney Plus, and of course, as everybody knows at this point, uh, starting this Friday, the uh, Mulan remake is going to be added directly to Disney Plus. If you are willing to spend thirty dollars for premium access, are you guys willing to spend thirty dollars for premium access to <laughs> to Mulan? So it's not a pay week. So next week, yes, um, <laughs> but yeah, I would. And honestly, based on just Christina Aguilera's new version of Reflections, I'm okay. in. It's so good. I'm like, if the movie's anything like this three-minute song, 
Absolutely. <laughs> Jeff, my litmus, te- my litmus test will be in two months. If um, I'm assuming by then Black Widow will be in theaters and only theaters. Mm. But if something goes sideways, I'll pay 30 bucks for that opening weekend. Gotcha. gotcha. It's going to be a big, uh, again, this is a big adjustment period. And I think Disney is really testing the waters with this one. I'm not sure if they t- they're testing with the right one because I don't, I, I just didn't feel the same level of excitement about a Mulan remake. This would be kind of like going for this with the Dumbo remake from from last year, as opposed to going for it, as opposed to going for it with, say, the the Lion King remake. I mean, something that people were really interested in seeing. I mean, there will be a lot of people who are up for Mulan, but it's a question of whether or not they think they'll make more in this format than they would with a theater. Now, right now, considering the numbers of the box office, they probably will, but long term is this a valuable option yeah, we're gonna have to hold on and see jeff give me one more thing unless uh if you have anything else if not we got to wrap up no 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 I'm, I'm pretty much done and uh thank you guys as always for a lovely week of mirth merriment and floyd victory awesome. so. yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's a, it's a, it's as certain as bill belichick and the patriots finding a way around the rules floyd there me. we go in, uh, in a theme I pick. <laughs> Jeff, congratulations <laughs> on the new stuff. And uh, with things kind of up in the air, we'll uh, we'll figure it out. We always do. Just, just, just keep me in the loop, okay? Yep. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good one. You could have turned, ju- turned the jacuzzi off the whole time? Damn. No! I think I'm, I might I think I might go to middle grounds. I'm kind of awake. It's good. We'll do it now because it's going to be like a nasty, Yeah, it's going to be disgusting. Humor. I don't even want to see... What are we in August now? September, September first. September first. I don't want to see my next month electric bill. I honestly don't. I might cry. What's the highest it's been so far? Uh, one fifty. Yeah. Okay. These damn units. Yeah, they run hard. <laughs> they run hard. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll talk to you later today. Wrap us up and let's hope nobody dies. Amen. See ya.